Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today we have a very special guest, and uh, I love some of his songs. I I have listened to him. We have Andy the Chef. It's good. I'm Andy the Chef, rapper, musician, producer, engineer, all that. Awesome, awesome. So I'm just gonna start <laughs> off with just asking you how you got into music. I got into music because um, it was always in my house, really. So my mom did music. My brothers did music. And I apologize if I'm sweating. I was just skateboarding. Yeah, no, you're good. So but, um, yeah, it was just in my house growing up. So I was always around it. I was in a band and orchestra in high school as well. Um, but when it comes to, like, rapping and singing, my mom used to sing. Um, my brothers, my two brothers, I have an older brother and a younger brother. And they used to rap. They don't anymore. I don't know why. Ever since I started, they stopped. Mm. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, this is how, kind of how I got into music. Um, wow, so your whole family is just so they, music? Yeah, they kind of did it, too. And the thing is, my mom was trying to, like, go to the league, so to speak, when it comes to um, music. You know what I'm saying? She was singing when she was growing up as well. So she actually had all the equipment that I used when I first started making music. Oh, so okay. I didn't have to spend any money, thank God, on, like, the laptop that I was using. The microphone, the microphone to this day that I use, you know what I mean? It's all her equipment. So um, that's kind of how it started. It was always around me. So I was just like, I asked my brother one day, I was like, how do you do this? Like, how do you use this? And then he just showed me a little bit. And then from there, just took off. Awesome. Also, you do your own producing, editing, like for music videos and stuff. So you do all yep. of that. Yep. How did you learn how to do Even that? editing videos when it comes to music videos. I've edited actually two to three music videos that I that I have on YouTube, mm -hmm. and um, so I do all my so I make the beat, most beats, not all my beats are not all the beats that I use on my own, mm -hmm. but I make the beat, and then I just record on it, and then I do the mixing and mastering for all my songs. I do the mixing and mastering. Um, there isn't a song so far that I've outsourced, although I am looking for an engineer only because it's just so tedious, it takes too much time to do all the mm -hmm. mixing mastering but uh yeah so the mixing mastering and then the distribution i go through distro kid um the marketing you know what i mean when you're independent music musician you got to do all the work all the leg work unless you got bread because then, yeah. then you just outsource everything yeah so. awesome so you do all of that that's a lot how long does that take you it is a lot um so normally the mixing and the mastering takes the most time so um Writing a song is dependent on a song, you know what I mean? Making a beat is dependent on a beat. So on average, the beat will take me anywhere from 15 minutes. I've had some beats only like 15 minutes, I'm done. Had some other beats, like an hour, I'll go back to it the next day. trying to Because I'm a perfectionist, you know what I mean? So that's what slows me down sometimes. So I'll try to do something and then I put it down if I'm not feeling it right then and there. I don't want to finish it. I don't want to hurry up and get it done just in case. So I'll pick, I'll pick it back up later. So on average, the a mix will take me about three to four hours. Wow. Sometimes like, yeah, two, three hours. And then just the song though, will take me like, just to write a song, it'll take me maybe like an hour. To make a beat will take me like 15 minutes, like I said, something like that. So when you write your own songs, do you, um, does, what's imp inspiration behind it? Or do you just think of it, the lyrics? Um, usually the inspiration is emotional. So if I'm feeling a certain emotion, that's what's gonna inspire the song. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes I I like to do things situationally. So there's one song that I wrote where it's a guy's perspective and a girl's perspective, and it's called Nature of Life. And um, I wrote it 
in first person of each one as if they were even saying the thing. So I like taking um, situations as well. So emotions and situations is what I uh, what inspired me to make a song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And yeah. then you do uh, concerts too, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many have you done so far? So far I've done so concerts versus just like performances because professional concerts is one thing. And I performed at like a bar, like locally, but that was like nothing. So I performed at a bar a couple of times. It kind of got me comfortable. I realized then I was very comfortable performing. I wasn't nervous or anything. I thought I would be, you know what I mean? Because I used to play basketball in high school. And when I would get on the court, I would actually get nervous. And when I got on stage, however, there wasn't that nerve. You know what I mean? There wasn't, mm-hmm. there weren't any nerves. So I was surprised. I shocked myself by how comfortable I was on stage. So on the big stage, though, I've been on stage like maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. I know I've definitely been on one when I was at school. And then an actual stage performance, two times, two times, three times altogether. I've been on the stage. Three times. I performed at a bar like three times as well. So the <laughs> one at your school, like, yeah. I saw that TikTok where. Yeah, that's really crazy. So what happened? Crazy. What happened? So um, it was this BSU event, Black Student Union was hosting an event. So they were letting people perform. And they were, they were doing poetry. Some people were dancing, some people were rapping. There was probably like three rappers, if I can remember. Most of them were like doing dances. Somebody did poetry after I went off. But um, so it was a pretty good event. And it was it was like, it was just people, the students, and they sold tickets. And I don't think there was any like, but it was, it was a pretty good crowd. It was, it was a lot of students. It was what it was. A lot mm-hmm. of students. And, um, but you saw the crowd. I don't know. I think I showed the crowd at the end of the video. So it was a pretty, pretty nice crowd. And I go up there, I'm performing, and uh, it was the first song I'm performing, actually. As soon as I get out there, I'm rapping, I'm comfortable, it's going pretty smooth, and then the beat just stops. Mm -hmm. And then I'm wondering, like, what's going on? And I think the dude was playing it on his phone, and I don't know what happened. He might have did the thing where you exit out the app, you know what I'm talking about, and the music has out. I don't know. All I know is it stops. And I just keep going. I don't even know if it's just me to keep going. I wasn't even confused that it stopped. It was just all intuition. Like, I just kept rolling with it. Yeah. So, and then as soon as I heard the clapping, they said, I was like, okay. Like, they're, oh, they're, they sorry, were making a beat? They were fooling with it, too. Yeah, they made the beat. They made the beat. So, once they started clapping the beat, I was like, all right, bet. I got this in the pocket. I just kept going into the end. Nice. How I many was songs hoping did you he do? brought it back in. How many songs did you do? I did um, probably like a good six. No, 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 no. I only did like four songs, I think. Four songs. Because I wanted a good set, but I didn't want it to be super long. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it wasn't my show. Like I wasn't headlining or anything. So it was more like an event. So That's I didn't crazy. want to do too many songs. That's crazy, mm-hmm. though. Because, like, you have to think really fast. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep going? Or, or don't stop? think at all. Yep, That's the true. thing. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I didn't think at all. I wasn't thinking at all. I was just, like, just going. I was, like, a monk up here. Yeah. And that's song. cool that they joined into. They were like, uh, they probably thought I was, like, maybe part of the performance. 
They but, thought it was part of the performance. Yeah. So many times I said the story afterwards, I told the story to so many people, and they're like, oh, we thought you did it on purpose. I was like, no, nah, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. It, was, it was an accident. Yeah. It kept going. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, what do you plan for, like for in the future? Like, Where do you see yourself in seven years? It's not going to take that long. I, I see know. myself... I see myself definitely mainstream um, by 2022. By 2022? I definitely see myself mainstream. Mainstream. The internet is a powerful tool. The only thing that separates where I'm at with where I want to be is money. And I say that only because, like, no cocky things or anything like that. I'm saying it because um, I went viral on the internet a few times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, remember that Jordan Lucas video where with the guy with the shotgun and then he was, I don't know if you remember, but it was a viral video that kind of went around when he was uh, like on Facebook back in the day. And the thing is, nobody really knew who Jordan Lucas was at the time. I, I, the video went viral completely, but nobody really knew who he was. And he wasn't as mainstream as he is now. But the virality and the quality of the video kind of showed his skill. It showed mm-hmm. where he was. And now these days, I'm like, wait, that was Jordan Lucas. I remember when I first heard of him, I was like, wait a second, that was his song? And so the fact that I went viral on Facebook for like something I did, it was like a little Rugrats thing. I think I posted it on TikTok as well. But it was a little Rugrats thing. That that went viral. I went viral on Twitter a couple of times. And now TikTok's here. Now TikTok is also a platform where if you're nice, the the fans will, it'll it'll show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It'll be completely transparent. A good video or a skilled artist will take off because it's also still new. And so I have a couple of videos that did now just yesterday. I did another video that hit 1.8 million views. And that's just me in front of a mic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like to me, I kind of proved myself, so to speak, on stage as a performer and my rapping ability. Like obviously the fans like it. I'm not just saying it for no reason, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have some credibility at this point. So I think that um, if I if I get some, noticed by some major labels or if I just keep going the direction I'm going independently, start selling merch, start building my brand independently and, and building my team independently, I think I could be where I'm trying to be by 2022, for real. All right, that's I awesome. See myself, word, I see myself. My goal right now, I have it written down somewhere right now. I want 3 million monthly listeners on Spotify and I'm trying to sell out the show. Just completely sell it out. Like some, some, I don't really know how the seating works and I can't picture like a thousand people in a room, Mm -hmm. but I just know I want that place packed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what is your like main, your dream place to play at? Like as in a concert? Um, I don't know, but I do know that I want to uh, do like a, just a global tour. Like if I'm doing, I really have an infatuation when it comes to languages. You know what I mean? Like I love other languages and I love the barrier that's broken when you learn another language. So I can never talk to somebody who doesn't know English. And for that, I'm learning Spanish right now. And um, because there's this barrier that's broken, now I can communicate with them. And music does something very, very similar. I noticed with the video that went off yesterday, um, there was a, a lot of people commenting in other languages. I was Google translating some of the comments. And it's cool how it, the music resonated with people even that didn't even speak my language or the English language. And so that's really why I also want a global tour because um, it'll show like the music just kind of just communicates and translates. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
So I don't know exactly where. I just know that I want to be able to tour through Europe, do a bunch of shows through Europe, travel the world doing exactly what I love. Yeah, that would be aw- that would be so cool. Like that would that's so like, cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, that would be so nice. Yeah, that would be. Who's your dream like collaboration? Do you want to collaborate with anybody? Yes, actually, and I I know some people are within reach. You know what I mean. The internet brings so many people so close together so fast and they're just a couple emails away from noticing me a viral video away from noticing me so i actually feel like i might be able to hit some of these collaborations um in the near future or in the future mm-hmm. but some of my dream collaborations are one drake obviously gotta work with drake he's the go mm-hmm. one co-sign from drake i'm on so drake j cole i actually have this written down too drake j cole um Jack Harlow, Central C, he's like a UK cat. He's pretty good. Um, some producers I like to work with, DJ Mustard. Um, who else? OG Parker. Mm, that's all I got at the time. Roddy Rich, big Roddy Rich mm, fan. Yeah, Polo yeah. G, big Polo, Polo G, G fan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So on your TikToks, you do uh, like remixes of this, like some of the songs, some famous songs. Um, what made you want to do that? Like, did you just just keep doing it after one of them just went, like, blew up? You know, honestly, if I didn't have to use TikTok, I wouldn't use it. Excuse me, I wouldn't use it so much. Hmm. I use it because, one, the videos on there, if you make a good video, it, could, it can go crazy. I remember Roxanne, when Roxanne first came out, that Roxanne, mm, yeah. when that first came out, it blew up because of TikTok. Another... Every song right now that's on the radio, if you turn on the radio, every single song will be trending on TikTok. And I feel like TikTok, I've watched it too. Some independent artists even hit millions of streams on Spotify, hit millions of streams on Apple Music and things like that Mm -hmm. because of TikTok. So TikTok was obviously the platform I had to go to. Like if any musician right now is still sleeping on TikTok or questioning whether or not they should get on there, they're just playing themselves. They got to get on TikTok and start promoting the music there. I but I wanted to do the music specifically. I mean, the remixes specifically because I saw somebody else doing a remix, right? I think he goes by Kanch or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but you've probably seen the video. Mm-hmm. If you're a music enthusiast, you've probably seen one of his remixes on TikTok. Um, I watched him do a remix. It hit like 400,000 views. I was like, I thought to myself, I can do this. So I was like, why not do this? Because... The original content doesn't, the original the original songs don't take off the same way because nobody knows you. It's yeah, hard for an exactly. independent artist yeah. that nobody knows. It's hard for them to be like, hey, listen to me, because nobody has a reason to yet. You know what I mean? I, I like so many songs. Why would I just give you the time at 30 seconds? Like, it seems like a long time, but 30 seconds is not. But it seems like a long time to give somebody that they already aren't caring about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's really like sales. So when I saw the remixes go off, I'm like, it makes sense. You already know the song. You already love the song. You want to see if this guy does the song justice. So let's watch. Yeah. And so when his remixes were going dumb, I was like, I got to do one. And then I started doing the remixes too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Like TikTok is such a good platform for like, especially musicians, because it's all about music behind the dance. And it's all about dancing. The trending dances and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, It's all about that. And if mm-hmm. even just one of your songs just blows up, then yeah, you're it doesn't gonna, have to change your life. 
Yeah. You know that dude, uh, Ty Verdez or something like that? Yes, dude, I was going to mention I love him now. I love yes. him. Yes. His TikTok. His whole life has changed now because of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. It blew, it blew, that one uh, song from him, um, Stuck in the Middle. Stuck, Stuck in the, the middle. middle, yeah. Yeah, that one blew Down up. and drugs and... Yeah, and yeah. Uh, A-OK and yeah. That joint is hot, that joint is hot. Dude, I love the vibe of every single one of his songs. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And TikTok um, completely yeah. changed his life. Yeah. Just the video of him in a car changed his life completely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just crazy, TikTok. But... Um, so who are your favorite music artists or the people like Cardi B, Drake, is that? Um, so this thing, the collaborators, the people I would collaborate with are different from the people I would, that are actually my favorites because you also collaborate with people that you know would make a hot song. Like me and Jack Harlow, whether or not he's like my favorite artist right now, I honestly don't really listen to a lot of Jack Harlow, but I just know that we would make a banger. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um... My favorite artists are Meek Mill, J. Cole, he makes it on that list again. Drake also makes it on that list again. Drake's just so versatile. And that's one thing I really admire is versatility. Like, if not every single song sounds exactly the same, kind of like that. He has some songs where he's singing those melodies, some songs where he's just rapping, you know what I mean? Um, I think also rap, straight rap, is like a dying art. These days... If you go into the uh, like the top 50 songs in the United States, most of the songs are going to be mel- melodic. You're not going to hear a lot of like Meek Mill just straight rapping, J. Cole straight rapping. And those who are straight rapping, just bars, bar for bar, they're the goats. You know what I mean? Like J. Cole, like Meek Mill, like Drake. Like Those are the people who are already very well established. So um, I don't know what my point was there. But anyway, <laughs> let me go back to my favorite artist. I would say Drake, Meek Mill, um, J. Cole, um, me. I am one of my favorite. It's, it yeah. sounds real cocky, but it is not. It's like if you had the power right now to make clothes that you would want to wear. You, it would be your favorite you clothes. Them? Yeah. It would be, be your favorite clothes. Because like, you're the one who designed them. Exactly. Yeah. So when I make beats, I make melodies and I make beats that I would like to listen to. Mm-hmm. And then when I make a song from that beat, it's a song that I would like to listen mm-hmm. to. So when I'm when I'm done making a song, it's probably the song that I'm listening to in my headphones for the next week. Every time. Mm-hmm. I just make music that I like. So I would say I'm in my own top three favorite artists. And I think that's important. I think every independent artist should be that way. Or every musician at all should be that way. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense for sure. So... When you're making new songs, do you want to step out of your comfort zone of like just rap, or do you want to do more? Like a hundred percent. You want to do a hundred percent. See, the hard part is I love, like I said, I admire Drake's versatility. Mm-hmm. Another person who's very versatile, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, rappers that can just go crazy and rap and just spit, and also rappers that can hit those melodies and hit those notes. Yeah, and like actually like sing, sing. Yes. Yeah. So, I have set that in my comfort zone and tried to prove to myself can i do this style can i do that style mm-hmm. the video that actually blew up on tiktok yesterday that's sitting at 1.8 right now is a song style that i the way i use my voice the way i stylize the the song was it something different than i normally have so anybody looking for that style right now won't find it if they go to my spotify they'll find similar sounds because i'm still myself as a rapper Mm -hmm. as an artist but the style of the song is different 
So I do like to challenge myself in those ways. And I think um, one thing, one of my strongest um, characteristics is versatility. So I also have songs where I am singing. If you go on like an album I have called Of Course No Question, it's like a mixtape, but I produced all the songs. It sounds studio quality, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's on YouTube. Um, there are songs there where I'm cold singing, just singing the hooks. And I did that to prove to myself and to prove to my fan base, but really more to myself, that I can do both. Mm. So um, so you listen to them, be the judge, and you let me know what you think. But I think that uh, that I can't switch it up and do those different styles. The hard part is when I want to market those styles. Mm. So if I put out five videos, or five songs, that is, if I put out five songs in a row, um that I'm rapping and now I see my fan base building. Now I have a fan base of people who expect me to rap. And then if I sing, that's going to go a lot different for my fans. They're going to be like, no, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. So that's why I can't just put out the songs as I make them or put out the songs as I would like to. Cause me, I would like to just switch it up because I listen to a whole bunch of different music, but some people aren't like that. Some people don't listen to rap and then listen to, they can't listen to Meek Mill and then listen to Ed Sheeran or, you know, any things like mm-hmm. that. So if I put out rapping and bars and bars and bars and switch it up and do singing, the fans are going to be confused. So, um, but yeah, in the future, you'll see a lot of, a lot more singing. Cause yeah. I really like singing. I, I used to be like only like strictly like rap music and pop music and all that. But then I was like listening to other music. I'm like, this is actually good. Like I actually like it, like indie, um, especially indie. I really like indie now. And then, like, some rock, too, for some reason. I don't know why. Same. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, for sure. I I like just a bunch of different genres. A bunch of different genres. I had um, Lil Peep's um, producer on, Cryptic, the one that made Star Shopping, that guy. Oh, where? Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It was really cool talking to him because he he was like, yeah, um, they made, like, a new genre of music kind of a little bit uh because mm-hmm. it has rap in it but it's also like it's like i don't even know what it's called like emo emo rap vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he was talking about how he made the beat and everything it was just really cool but yeah i like mm-hmm. listening to like that's kind of how i see juice world honestly mm-hmm. he has trap beats but he's such a punk artist like if you could take all of juice world's acapellas and put them over punk rock tracks and they'll be completely different songs. Oh, I never thought about that. Like I, lo- I love. Yeah, I should try it. Like, like it would. He's a hundred percent a punk rock artist, just with trap beats. Hundred percent. Wow. But I it's like I fun. think also listening to different music. Like growing up, my sister was really into rock music, heavy into rock music, played the guitar. She was emo type shit, like mm-hmm. all that. So listening to that growing up it kind of also helped mold my versatility because I had a good variety. I was listening to only one one sort of genre. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My mom would listen to 90s R&B. My sister listening to um, the rock music. My other sister listening to neo-soul music and R&B type vibes. Mm-hmm. And my brother's listening to rap. So it kind of molded me in all these ways. I've actually tried this little, this, this rock song. Um, oh, really? I uploaded it on SoundCloud. But then I took it down. I was like, no, 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 no. No, you didn't like it. You didn't <laughs> <it's>, like it? <laughs> I liked it, but I just knew that it wouldn't do. It was very experimental, mm-hmm. but I was, I was why would it? But I don't know. I just didn't think it would suit the catalog, so I just pulled it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, you yeah. can just put it on there and just leave it and just see how it does. But if you want to see how it goes, yeah. I mean, if nobody's gonna listen to it, nobody's gonna listen to it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It could be the one that takes off though, and then people will be like, "You got to do more of this." Yeah. Be like, nah, nah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, so your soft, your software, software for music making beats. What is it? What's Logic Pro, Logic Gang, Logic, Logic Pro. Pro for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's a Mac only software, which is kind of like, come on, yo. Mm. Because I was actually trying to buy a laptop last summer, and I was in between a Razer and a Mac. Mm. But because I'm so good with Logic Pro, I had to buy Mac. Because mm. it's either buy Mac or learn how to use FL Studio. Because <clears throat> Logic Pro is specific to Mac, so. Yeah, I actually am getting into, like, producing beats, like, making beats. And okay, I was let's like, go. yeah, I was wondering like what software I use, but I I probably need to get FL Studio because I was looking at that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you I don't have a Mac. Like, no, I don't have a Mac. I have a gaming PC. So. so mm, yeah, yeah, you gotta use FL. Yeah. I mean, I I say I advise to learn both. If you can find a Mac or borrow one off of somebody to to learn both, mm-hmm. because that'll make you a secret weapon in any studio. Because if you can get on the computer, just make anything, you'll never be at a disadvantage if you don't have one or the other. Right now, i got to learn FL. It's one of my goals. I keep procrastinating it, but I'm trying to learn FL, and I'm also trying to learn, uh, what's it called? Pro Tools. Oh, Pro Tools. Pro Tools, yep. So I could just, if 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 I have anything at my disposal, I'll never be at a disadvantage if I can't, you know what I mean, use FL or use Pro Tools. Yeah, my uh, my brother, my half brother, like literally my brother from another mother, we have the same dad. Um, mm. He's getting into music, and he does like this rap thing too. And I'm trying to like produce some of this, some of his beats for him, like hip hop beats. But the thing is, though, I'm trying to figure out what his vibe is and what my vibe is because it's two completely different things. Because he's like exactly rap. Mine's no, like soft, kind of. It's not soft, but it's like softer than his, like what mm-hmm. he wants to do. So yeah, I'm trying to still figure that out. But yeah, I've been. Trying yeah, that's to- what happened with me. So when I first started, I actually started making beats three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making beats longer than I've been rapping. I've been rapping for two years, making beats for three. And when I first started making beats, my brothers still rapped. My brother's super nice. My older brother of two years, he's two years older than me. He still raps and he's nice. He's super nice to this day. But he just doesn't put out any of his music. That's the problem. Mm. But anyway, so when I first started making beats, he never used any of them because my style was super different than his style. He does that Tech 9 Eminem faster type rap Ooh, yeah, flow. Yeah. Focuses heavy on lyricism, focuses heavy on, on wordplay, less on, okay, let's make a good song and let's make quality bars you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so when i was just making like we just had different styles at the times but i just kept pumping out beats so i would suggest to you just do what you do and get better at your craft he'll pick one you'll find one he'll find one i made one it's like a ian do you know who ian dior is it's kind of uh yeah yeah, yeah. that song mood or featured on that song mood yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I made something like that, and he he, he liked that one. So, um, I might make mm-hmm. more like that just to see see what happens. But yeah, I just edit it. But it takes a long time to edit a video. Yo, video editing is a long process. Yeah, it's it's, it's video editing. 
Yo, I spent 10 hours film editing my last movie video. 10 hours. 10 hours. 10 hours. It takes me only 10 hours, 6. Yeah. But I'm so indecisive, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. When I when I when we filmed, right? We got all the footage and then I put it together and I was looking at it. I was going through it. So I have so when it comes to a music video, I record the same clip or audio, right? So I record the song in a different location, right? So for instance, I have like four different locations doing the whole song. So picture the whole song in one location, whole song in one location, boom, boom, boom. You don't know which one to choose. To put I have to, yeah, when it comes down to like this section of the song, I'm like, this one, see, but this is good, but then this one's good, mm-hmm. but then this is good, but then this one's good, but then this is, and I just keep going back and forth, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I can't make up my mind. Yeah. And then that's also what draws out the process so much longer, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because with mine, there's another like film right there too, and uh, I take both SD cards and just put in there so there's two angles so i have to like choose between two most of the time i can but sometimes mm-hmm. i don't know what's which one's a better one so right i just choose i just i'm such a perfectionist being a perfectionist slows you down mm-hmm. just don't do that just yeah. don't do it yeah like it i just have to make sure the words like connect like because there's two mm-hmm. angles so i have to make sure the words don't overlap because i hate that editing takes forever but anyways it's very similar to music editing though it's very linear. Mm-hmm. You gotta listen to it over and over again, drag it back and see if it's right. It's editing the same way, just with your eyes mm-hmm. instead of your ears. It's exactly the same though. One thing I will say though, is people who are very good, very, very good at video editing, um, if they also edit the audio, you have to do both. You have to do the audio engineering and the video engineering. So I think video editors don't get enough credit when it comes to the audio because People listen with their, I mean, watch with their ears just as much as they watch with their eyes. Mm-hmm. So like you were saying with the words overlapping, it's kind of a similar thing. Like you have to pay attention with your ears and your eyes at the same time because, you know, people are watching with their ears and their eyes. <clears throat> yeah. And he wanted like, once I, once he makes a good song, he's made songs. And some of the songs are actually good. I'm like, dude, why don't you do a music video? Why don't you do this? Like some, there's this one song that's actually good. I'm like, put it up everywhere. Like it's actually good. But he wants to mm-hmm. do a music video for it. I'm like, I can do that. Like, I can do it whenever. So, but he mm-hmm. wants to make another song. And, um, but yeah, that's why I was trying to find a beat for him. And he can make a song. Mm. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So It's dope doing everything yourself. It's mm-hmm. good and bad. Because doing everything yourself saves you a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Saves you tons of money. Um, but it's bad because it takes up a lot of your time. But the only thing is, if you like doing it, then it's not work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, I'm on summer break right now. So, I have all the yeah. time in the world, So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. My last question is: I asked everybody this. Who's your favorite celebrity? Like A list celebrity. My favorite one. I can only pick one. Yeah. One. My favorite celebrity would be. I don't know. My favorite celebrity. Like hmm. people say, actors like Leonardo DiCaprio. I've heard of that a lot. Hmm. Um, I don't really like a lot of actors or actresses just because you re- don't really know their personality like off camera. That's you know true. what I mean? Unless you watch their, in like, all their we, interviews. Yeah, unless yeah. you watch their interviews because yeah. most times we kind of like attach their characters to, to who we think they are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. My, I would say my favorite celebrity, oh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Oh, when he died, I was Nipsey so disappointed Hussle? because. I wanted to meet him so bad. He just has such a dope aura. Mm-hmm. He's such a dope person. He's so real, transparent. He's like, 
he's just a just a dope dude like such a dope dope dude his music wasn't all the best honestly like mm-hmm. i wasn't a big nip fan when it comes to music but him as a person super dope bro. so i'd say that's my favorite celebrity for sure mm-hmm. all right cool but, that's all i have for you cool dope dope um, um i'll send you uh oh wait i have to say bye bye I do. <laughs> um, Thank you for having me. Yep, no problem. No problem. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. It should be up in a couple of days. I just got to edit. So it doesn't take long. I just trim it. Right. How did you get Aaron Hamoki on? How did you get Dude, him? I don't know. And I still freak he's out a, about he's it. He's professional. He's a pro like... skater. I know. But the thing is, he doesn't have a manager. He doesn't have a manager. Yeah. So I just emailed them and he just was like, yeah, I'll do it. And actually, I haven't, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to put this in, but yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And the next day, he gave me his number. So that's like the fame, the most famous person I have on my phone is Aaron. He gave you his number. Yeah, I have his number. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're literally supposed to like, we're supposed to, uh, you skate too, huh? Yeah, you just said yeah. you skated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're supposed to do a vlog. Like, because he has an injury right now, or I think he, he gets an uh, accident. So, but after mm-hmm. his injury, because he lives here in Phoenix, Arizona. And so we're supposed to. Are you to in do, Arizona? Yeah. Okay, okay, wait. Yeah. And we're supposed to do a vlog. So he's local. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So dope. Nice. So dope. Nice. Yo, that is so dope. I know. I did, right I, I did not know he was going to say yes. Like, I totally thought. Wait, so how do you go about reaching out to people? You just email, email everybody that you see. You're just email like, them. he's cool. Let me email him. Yep. That's exactly nice. what I did. Perfect. Some of them say, and it's crazy you know, because but... and the email gets gets through a lot better than any DM. Mm-hmm. Because people take their email seriously. Exactly. DMs, they don't even take seriously. Yeah. A lot of celebrities don't even see their, their DMs. One thing I did was I actually DM'd, I wrote down a list. I said, I'm going to, I didn't write down a list. I said, I'm going to try to get a hundred people. I'm going to contact a hundred people and get them to use my music in a video. So I sat down. It took me like freaking like 28 days of consistency to get a hundred people to even um, contact me back. And it was actually a long process because first I commented on something on something on Instagram, then I would shoot them a DM, and then and then I would shoot them an email. So I reached out to them three times, and still not everybody got back to me. Yeah. So email, 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 email is the most is the most response I got. But you'd be surprised. Some people, some some famous people, I had verified people in my DMs like responding to me. I'm like, wow, this is actually crazy. That's cool. So. So sometimes yeah. I DM them if I don't have like an email that, or I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I found freaking Cor- you know who Corey Hart is. Mm-hmm. He's he does a, he's a famous '80s uh, singer, but um, I got his email. I was like, no way! So I'm gonna email him. The best part about even low key famous people is everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. Exactly, connections, connections. Dude. Connections is huge. How old yeah. are you? You seem mad young. Fifteen. <laughs> 15 yeah. you're only 15 doing this yo you're straight you're definitely you're gonna be good you're gonna be good thanks thanks you're already doing all the right things you understand how the game works connections 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 yeah. you're already getting professional skateboarders on your podcast that you yeah i got you're gonna be good. yeah i got Dion harris which he is so good Dion harris is so good it's insane it's the most insane tricks ever that i've ever seen have you ever, have you i don't ever know seen who that him? is dude hmm. he's super is underrated. he pro no but he should be He's so good. Right. He's so okay, good. Right, right. You should look him up. Skateboarders are super dope people. Yeah. 
And when it comes to like reaching out to them, it's a lot easier. Like I got this semi pro. Um, his name is Nick Diaz. He's I think sponsored by he's sponsored by DGK and DC Shoes. He lives in I think Brazil. Um, and I reached out to a bunch of skateboarders, and he was the first guy that got back to me. Used my song in a couple Snapchat, I mean Instagram stories, and then he used my song in an actual post. And I watched him go from like thirty thousand, I think he's somewhere up towards a hundred thousand now. And no, it's dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, skateboarders are really dope. They're, they're so really underrated. Dope. They're so underrated. Some underrated. Some of them are. Yeah. Like Deion Harris is for sure one of them. You should look him up on Instagram. His clips. I'm about to afterward. Are yeah. insane. His TikTok. I, he's got more on TikTok. I feel like everybody has more on TikTok though. TikTok is like. Yeah, hundred percent. The weird thing about TikTok though is like I've got a hundred thousand now. I'm I'm at a hundred and eighty thousand. And even when I was at a hundred thousand, I would upload some videos that would only hit four thousand views. So it's almost like the followers don't even matter really. Sometimes they don't. They really don't. But it's just. You really like, don't. It's just it just gives like, you a better chance. Exactly, exactly. It gets and it makes you look good. It makes yeah. you look good. It's like, I got 200,000 on TikTok. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. but yeah. they already take you serious. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, uh, All right, well yeah, this be, is cool. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you, we can have you on anytime. Like, I'm going to email some people. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, also, when you were, like, email, were you emailing people, I email a bunch of people, too. Like, I was doing the same thing. I was trying to... And then, mm -hmm. like, 10 people respond sometimes when I email, like, 100 people. Mm -hmm. And then five yeah. people actually do it. It's like, yeah. it's, yeah. Because yeah, from emailing, from reaching out to them, to actually doing it, the numbers just get smaller and smaller. It's, smaller. Yeah, it's a process. It goes, like, yeah, a, a bunch to, like, a little, like, half and half. To, like, and two half. or three people actually will come on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I did. But <laughs> some people, I just get lucky. Like, Jaws... It was just luck, honestly. Do you skate? Yeah, I skate sometimes. No. I, I can do it ollie. I'm working on the kickflip. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we mm -hmm. All right. Yo, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. Um, we can have you on anytime. I got to e actually have to email people now. Mm -hmm. uh, get more mm -hmm. people. Uh, but who are your favorite TikTokers? Maybe I can get them on. But not like famous, famous um, TikTokers. My favorite. But my favorite TikTokers are probably, hmm, I like some low-key people who like skateboard. Because TikTok is so much more personality. Mm -hmm. You feel know I me? Mean? Yeah. It's not as like the glitz and the glam and the fame. So my favorite TikTokers aren't even like super famous. Like some skateboarders, I think his name is Jamie Griffin. Um, Griffin. Some artists, some musical artists, Dom Valley, he's super dope. Um, Judah Parker. Um, because some people I actually have contact with and that I actually talk to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are some of my favorite ones. Jamie Griffin, I think. Griffith. Oh, yeah. I found Griffin, him a skateboarder. Yeah. He's nice. Super nice. One of the best skateboarders I've followed. He's so, he's so dope. Oh, he's wow. definitely going to be pro. Yeah, maybe I can get him on. For sure. Bro, if you can get him on, yo, you I'll have super you know. I'll let you know. Or let me know. Let me know. I got his uh, I got his email, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, happens. he'll probably go on the show too. I don't know. That would be dope. I wish all I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. I mean, I had Aaron Jaws on, so if I just I say know. that, you, to can, Aaron, you can do anything after that. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, um, I think that's it.
Word. Alright, bet. Thank you having me, bud. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming on. I'll send you the link right now. So it should be up in a day or two. Alright. Bye. Alright, see you.